Welcome to another Take 10 with Jen. Get equipped in the supernatural. And now, here's Jen. Welcome back to Take 10 with Jen, a supernatural podcast. This podcast is being heard around the globe and is charted this week in Fiji, Lithuania, Sweden, South Africa, and more. Be sure to get this podcast each and every week. Subscribe, rate, and review it, and share it with all of your friends. Before we get into today's content, I want to share with you a spiritual warfare dream that I had just last week. Well, two days before I ministered at the Pink Conference in Lubbock, Texas, I dreamt I was by a beautiful river under a gorgeous sun, and there were large formation rocks as the backdrop. Suddenly, an aggressive male appeared, and I could discern in the dream what his intentions were. I knew he was going to rip my shirt off. My God. Obviously, this was not a literal dream, but a metaphorical dream. He then reached over towards me and simply pointed his hand towards my shirt, and that act alone caused my shirt to supernaturally evaporate, but I had another shirt on beneath that one. Then another man appeared and fiercely pushed this guy out of the dream. He didn't just push him down, he pushed him out. So then what did my shirt represent in this context? Well, I believe it represented a covering, a top covering. I knew in my heart this dream was about my prayer covering and that someone who was a strong intercessor for me was going to have some kind of attack. The next evening, my travel partner to the same conference, the Pink Conference in Lubbock, Texas, she had her connecting flight in Dallas mysteriously canceled and for no good explanation. The flight crew, with exception of just one employee, well, none of them showed up for the flight and the entire group of passengers were stranded in Dallas, Texas for the night. Thankfully, she did get another flight the following morning. Otherwise, she would have had to go home. But this problem, well, I saw it in a dream first. I just didn't know how it was going to play out. My favorite part of the dream was watching the other man come into the dream and do my fighting for me. That was definitely an angel, and this problem was going to be resolved. Intercessory dreams are very real. You will pray intercede, even fight with spiritual enemies in your dreams. And when this happens, things in your world will shift as a result. Lord Jesus, we thank you for intercessory dreams. Give us even greater victories in the dream realm. Amen. Now let's get into today's content. We've been discussing the bad habits that every prophet must break, and during my last podcast, I talked about the bad habit of prophetic plagiarism. In other words, prophets copying prophetic words from other prophets or prophetic voices. This problem, prophetic plagiarism, is not a new problem. It has actually been a longstanding one, and one the Lord personally addressed in Jeremiah chapter 23 and verse 30, which reads, So I am against those prophets, announces the Lord. I am against those who steal messages from one another, they claim that the messages come from me. Prophets might copy a prophetic word out of ignorance. When they read or hear someone's prophetic word, their emotions get stirred up, and they might mistake that stirring as the voice of God and then run off with someone's prophetic word, actually thinking it was their own. I believe that having some self-awareness will fix that problem. And prophets might also plagiarize out of their own insecurities, especially when they don't feel heard or acknowledged for the prophetic words they are receiving. Whatever the reason, 
it's a bad habit and one that every prophet must break. And in today's podcast, we'll cover another bad habit. It's the bad habit of mixture. When I say mixture in this context, I'm describing prophets that mix their prophetic words from the Holy Spirit with soulish prophecies and even divination. It's a bad habit, actually a terrible one, and something that every prophet needs to be made aware of. Before I dive into this, I want to invite you to get a copy of my best-selling book, The Inner Healing and Deliverance Handbook. It describes my personal journey of getting my memories back at age 47, a condition known as traumatic dissociative amnesia, I had been subjected to an organized occult and pedophile structure as a child and teenager and blocked the horrific scenes out of my memory just to survive it. When my memories came back, I had to learn about inner healing and deliverance on a much deeper level. I had to learn about trauma too. The good news is God's word is true and I'm living proof. John chapter 8, verse 36, whom the Son sets free is free indeed. And as you read this book, you're going to find hope and help to heal from all the damage of your past. You're not too far gone. You can recover from the worst of the worst. The Inner Healing and Deliverance Handbook is available in paper, hardcover, audio, and digital. It ships from the USA and Australia. Go to jenniferevaz.com and just hit the shop tab. Now back to today's topic. Prophets need to break the bad habit of mixture when it comes to their prophetic words. An example is when prophets post prophetic words to social media, actually calling it a prophetic word that is vague, unmeasurable, and not much different from what you would get from a fortune cookie. Here's one such post. It read, the Lord is going to do something for you today, and you'll know it came from him. And here's another. If you laugh today, you'll finally be free of it. I'll give you one more. There's a breakthrough coming to you right now. I probably wouldn't say too much about these statements, except they were all posted and described as being your prophetic word for the day. In the context they were given, they were not prophetic words, not at all. So let's go back to definitions. Having good definitions, especially when it comes to anything that is biblical and supernatural, will help us to keep things tidy and within proper boundary lines. So then, a prophecy in its simplest form is defined as a communication from God to a person themselves or from God to a person for another person. Since these are words from God, they are not going to be ordinary generic words. They will be life-giving. They will have anointing on them, and they will be revelatory and actually cause things to shift. In my study of New Testament prophecy and in my experience, a prophetic word will do these three things most of the time. They will, number one, clarify the heart and mind of God in a situation Number two, reveal what is concealed. And for me, that's often been people's hidden gifts, attributes, and talents. And number three, reveal God's intended future. A prophetic word will emerge when the Holy Spirit's gift of prophecy is in operation. Acts chapter 2 verses 17 and 18 shows us that we will see visions and dreams and we will prophesy because the Holy Spirit has been poured out upon us. Prophecy is also described as a gift from the Holy Spirit in 1 Corinthians chapter 12 verses 7 through 10. And because prophecy comes as a result of the Holy Spirit, we don't just prophesy out of our own imagination 
judgment or our own whims or opinion. This is an unction that comes upon us from the Holy Spirit and is spoken in partnership with him. The gift of prophecy is not just for prophets, but for the body of Christ as the Holy Spirit moves upon people to speak on his behalf. At the same time, prophets, they will prophesy, but they do so as established leaders in the body of Christ. There is a different weight on what they communicate because they are prophets. You can read more about this in my book, Prophetic Secrets. The Greek word for prophecy in the New Testament, as defined in the helpsbible.com, it describes this word as what is clarified beforehand, that it involves divinely empowered foretelling, which is asserting the mind of God, or foretelling, which is prediction. Based on its biblical definition, a prophecy is not a statement of exhortation that doesn't target anything or anyone in particular. It is not vague. It is not unmeasurable and void of accountability. When I see prophetic words posted to social media, blogs, or emails that are these vague and ambiguous statements in the manner that I just described, well, that's not a prophetic word. What it is is a tool to get attention, a tool to get post likes and fans. And flare. Only it misuses the Holy Spirit's true gift of prophecy to do it. This is manipulation. It's soulish. It's divination, which is any kind of supernatural prediction that is absent of the Holy Spirit. This is a very serious thing and a misuse of something God calls sacred. We read in Ezekiel chapter 13 verses 8 through 9 what God has to say about this and it reads, therefore, this is what the sovereign Lord says, because what you say is false and your visions are a lie. I will stand against you, says the sovereign Lord. I will raise my fist against all the prophets who see false visions and make lying predictions, and they will be banished from the community of Israel. I will blot their names from Israel's record books, and they will never again set foot in their own land. Then you will know that I am the sovereign Lord. And so what we read here is that the penalty for misusing and misrepresenting the prophetic and doing it intentionally is that God, uh, he, there's the potential that he's not only going to stand against the prophet, banish the prophet, blot them out, but he might even take them out of the land. Well, I don't want that, do you? So let's be sure to have integrity in the prophetic. And if you are a prophet, this might be a bad habit that you need to break. Don't slip into making ambiguous and inflated statements, especially on social media, to get attention and call them prophecies. It would be better to not call it a prophetic word. Just call it encouragement. Make it a statement of prayer. Don't call it a prophetic word when it's not. I've been talking about bad habits that every prophet must break. Thanks again for listening to Take 10 with Jen, a supernatural podcast. Help me to get this podcast and other resources around the globe. Go to jenniferevaz.com and just hit the Give tab. Thanks again for listening to Take 10 with Jen. For more resources and to become a partner, visit us at jenniferevaz.com.